is Vernisa, and I'm here to speak up. <laughs> it's time to speak up. Hello, everyone. My name is Vernisa, and this is my podcast, Speak Up. Hope you guys are all having a great week so far. We hit the middle of the month of the middle of the year. So I hope everything's everything's going well. For those of you that don't know, the mission statement for this podcast is we will use our voices to motivate people to overcome life's challenges through self-love and respect. So, you know, self-love and respect are two core things we hold near and dear to our hearts. So, you know, I got to throw that in there. So um, I am actually, oh, before I get started, before I introduce our amazing guest that we have, um, a quick shout out to my amazing sponsors. Shout out to My Bar located at 720 East Manchester in Inglewood, California. Get your nails, your lashes, your hair done. Ask for my, tell them that Speak Up JV sent you. Instagram is at myy.bar. And also shout out to Be Actual Natural. Why settle for less? All their products are created with you in mind for a go to let yourself love show through your self-care. Their chemical-free hair and skincare products are handmade, plant-based, and free of fillers or preservatives. Treat yourself while taking care of yourself. The Instagram is at BeActualNatural.com. You can reach their website at www.BeActualNatural.com. So, yeah, um, like I was saying, I'm excited for tonight's guest. It's actually a returning guest, but like with a lot of growth and new updates to talk about tonight. And it goes with tonight's episode. I'll get into what it's about, but y'all give it up for Augie Ray. Woo! Nice. Welcome back. I know. It's it's great to be on the show. Definitely. I really appreciate, uh, you know, just uh, everything that you've been doing and and just, uh, you know, your mission statement is just about speaking up and really being you know, uh, active in that. So thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, no, no, no problem. And I know you got some more uh, gems to drop on here. So I'm, I'm super excited to have it. Nice. Let's get it. Let's All get right. it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, tell, so tell our new listeners about yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, so for me, I'm not big into, uh, I guess like, uh, I guess like adjectives or like things that describe a person, but I'm more like, I, yeah, I have like accolades and things that I've done. Like I'm a Grammy winning uh, producer, songwriter, you know, I'm an artist myself, visual mm-hmm. artist. Um, I teach over at CSUN. I teach hip hop um, over at CSUN. Uh, I'm also an author and uh, yeah, just overall pluralist. And so what I was getting to is mainly, I like to coin myself as a pluralist because I don't like to box myself into so many different things um, or just, to do one thing, but I like to do so many things. And uh, that's really been my, you know, um, my Achilles heel is like being able to do, you know, several different things at one time. So that's a bit about myself. Um, I love doing music and doing art and things of that nature for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And you're like, your art is dope, by the way. I got the chance to go to one of your uh, events back when we first had you as a guest and and it it was dope, by the way. I'll throw that in there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy, you know, my art background really started from, you know, just having an idea. I didn't grow up like doing art, actually. I just I just kind of woke up one day and was like, yo, I think I want to just do art today. And I started doing art. And uh, it's been great that it's it's really progressed. You know, I'm doing I went from, you know, not doing any shows or not even having art to, you know, now I think I'm up to like 10 shows. So um, it's been really uh, a privilege and, and great to, to be able to lean into that. Ten shows. Wow. Okay. Clap it. Clap for yourself. That's amazing. <laughs> More to come, too. 
More to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way more to come. And I love, I love your perspective with your art too. Like, I, I don't know. It was just like all the descriptions of each of each painting. I was like, wow. Um, oh, my favorite was the Mars and Venus one. The women in the, the oh, yeah, yeah. I that one like, actually sold that night. Actually, uh, or the next, yeah, the next day. You know, like, um, you know, I try to think from like, you know, I think there's like a duality between like, you know, having, you know, black art. You know, and what mm -hmm. I mean by that is sometimes. You know, black art is really dope and we don't really get to see, you know, too much of, of that. I mean, we're seeing more of it now, but, you know, Eurocentric ideologies have like totally contaminated like the way that we look at art, even the, the facial structure of like, you know, like a person's face or whatever is more than likely if you're looking at Picasso, if you're looking at, you know, uh, Michel Duchamp and a few other people, it's kind of like you're in this space of like boxed in of this is what it needs to look like and so you know with african-american art or black art you know sometimes you see a lot of uh you know like a lot of pain and stuff that you know you'll you'll see with these art pieces and i think that's cool, but i think there needs to be a duality so yeah and like you definitely br uh, bringing it all <laughs> yeah. so um any new projects since your last speak of jv appearance yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've taken a deep dive inward, you know, to really uh, understand myself. Because I think last time we spoke, I was more so focused on, you know, Red, which was kind of, uh, you know, Red was my art show. It was the name of my album. And I like to pair everything together, like albums mixing with like the visual. Um, so as far as like the growth and the, the change, you know, Red was more about like, being bold in like who I am as an artist, you know, just like kind of like here I am. You, you, you automatically can't like look past like the color red, you know what I mean? And so that's where I was, was more so like, hey, I just want to be seen. You know, as I started to, you know, evolve and create new movements within that, I went into what I called child's play. And child's play was more about utilizing the inner child. You know, now I'm, I've arrived to another movement, which is uh, sorry, but not sorry, which is more about being unapologetically yourself. You know what I mean? And and living in that in that unapologetically self moment, because a lot of times we're censored, whether we're censored by, you know, um, the media or we're censored by like our friends, our family and things of that nature. Uh, it doesn't allow us to really be ourselves. And so right now the movement that I'm in is you know, sorry, but not sorry. And everything surrounding that um, is is everything um, that it encompasses. I mean, I've, I've done uh, a live performance uh, that's on YouTube right now, which um, is doing really well or whatnot, but it was um, a pop-up where I put a, a lot of these, um, you know, uh, words up that I felt reflected like my inner self or whatnot, the way I really feel about society and the way I feel about myself and things of that nature. And then I did a live performance where, you know, everyone that was a part of the performance was tied up in a rope. And, uh, you know, uh, the whole, you know, analogy behind that is that we're all tied to our thoughts, you know, and sometimes mm -hmm. they strangle us and uh, sometimes they don't. So it was really cool, like being in this, uh, we, we literally tied each other up together in a group and so as i'm moving the other artist is moving and it was uh, a very interesting uh you know uh a very inter interesting experience so. wow the tying of the rope gotta yeah. see that so um you mentioned sorry not sorry so how was the process creating this body of work the process was interesting because um 
you know, I, you know, in the music industry, you know, and even currently as I work in the music industry and do different things, you know, it's very much like structural. It's kind of like do this and you might get a hit or you might get this type of record. You know, for me, these last couple of projects that I've put out have really been, you know, very much myself. And so going about that process has been interesting because I'm working with myself as an artist rather than the idea the idea of being in the music industry where you have to like do certain things in order for things to happen. And so um, working on this album, I worked, I actually went to Japan and I worked on a lot of this uh, record in Japan. So um, I uh, was on bullet trains, you know, with my headphones on working on uh, beats. And then I was, uh, when I got back, I did the whole album. Um, once I got all the tracks together, I was able to go through the tracks I liked and then kind of create a narrative behind each song. And then after that, um, I wanted it to all mesh together. So I played it in a DJ form. So I put it in a DJ mixer and just started mixing all the records together. So what you hear is actually, you know, like real time, the album being finished, you know, like you'll hear the cuts and the chops and all those things are real time. So, yeah. I respect that real time, nice yeah. and raw, like a raw project. Yeah. Super dope. So um, what's your favorite project in 2023 so far? I know we're midway, but anything that you're excited about currently? I think currently, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like the uh, quintessential artist where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, the last thing that I've done is like my favorite thing that I've done. So I would say right now, my favorite thing is, is really the Tide project. I mean, uh thinking about like how we created uh you know the moment there or whatnot i mean all that was real time too so i've been really working with the, the idea of real time because i feel like you know with ai and with all this stuff happening nothing's yeah. actually like real you know to an extent it's kind of like we're in this space where do you know what is real what is not and so mm -hmm. i want to show myself um that I can do things that are like, you know, like people are, are being able to experience it as I'm experiencing it, you know, in the same way that I'm experiencing it. And I think that's going to be the thing that kind of separates like AI from, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the human. And so that's what I'm excited about at the moment. I, ha I do have an art show coming up. Um, sorry, but not sorry. Um, I believe it's going to be in um, August and I have another one in September. So I'm looking forward to that and showing some new paintings and some new pieces and yeah, working on the next movement, you know, that's kind of, you know, my, my thing. That's around the corner. Looking forward to it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's, it's like, and, and my favorite thing is like when, you know, a project comes up and it's like right around the corner, it's like, mm -hmm. I have stuff at home, but I, like I said, real time. Sometimes I might even make that like for the red show. I'm probably made like a few of those paintings like a week before the show, or maybe like a day before the show, and said, "Hey, put this one up." You know what I mean? Because this is how mm -hmm. I'm doing right now. You know? And it works. Yeah. Hey, love to see it. So it is time. Oh, sorry, you guys. <laughs> Excuse me. It is time for our accept segment. So tonight's live episode is titled Rebrand and Reflect. So, you know, it's going off of tonight. I have an argument and, you know, you re are reappearing back on the show and it be in the middle of the year. So the actual question of the day is how has 2023 shaped you so far? So I asked this on our on our social media platforms. Someone said it allowed them to uh, let go 
and you know even to let go of people so i thought that was an interesting time i would say for me how has 2023 shaped me so far you know what it shaped me to enjoy and be more mindful i, I made that my theme issue which was enjoyment and i feel like since i like basically put that out there in the open it's definitely been something that's been playing out um i realized there was a lot of things that i paid attention to in past years that stumped my growth, you know, or stopped me from mm -hmm. enjoying like the simple yeah. things in life. And I think since I made that my theme, it's been helping me enjoy even like just even work, even other, you know, creative, the, the creative side of me and just things around me. So what about you? How has 2023 shaped you so far? I think 2023 has shaped me in a way of kind of, I mean, I love this title, like rebrand and reflect. I think mm -hmm. it's allowed me to, um, you know, kind of in this, you know, piggybacking off of uh, the, the person that you mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. which was, you know, letting go, I think it's detachment, you know, being able to get into your, your deepest, darkest fears and embrace those things as well as like your failures, you know, like mm -hmm. this, uh, this, this life is, is a marathon, but it's also mm -hmm. a sprint, you know, it's very short in that sense. And so, you know, unfortunately, I lost my my grandmother this year, and you know, it really changed my perspective on life and and what what are we doing this for? Is it just for recognition, or is it something deeper? And I think you know, uh, from that, I was able to really lock into like expression, and um, I think I'm a totally different person. It's almost like I've been like, you know, I've just been reborn in that sense. So I guess I would say like reborn being reborn and kind of detaching like where i totally believe like this is what i'm here to do is to express myself on any type of medium and not box myself in so yeah, mm. so, yeah. I, and that was a great answer by the way and i want to say if you're out there listening please comment in the chat box we would love to hear your answer to the questions or you have any questions for augure as, as well tap in and, and ask and join the, join the discussion. So let's talk about the importance of not being, being afraid to rebrand yourself. You mentioned fears, you know, putting that aside. And you know, I learned with life, we're always changing. You know, as much as we're like, oh, this is the way that I am. I grew up this way, this and that. Like, as you get older, you do see life through a different perspective. Like, I, I feel like this year, I'm 29, I'll be 30 in six months. Wow. Oh, okay. um, it's been a very self-reflecting year for me. And like me not being afraid to rebrand myself and figure out who I am. And who is this? I did an episode on being grown. Who is this grown version of myself, you know, that, that I'm stepping into, you know? So, and I think we're rebranding yourself. It's not even just with a business or your creative side. It's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's your everyday. It's how you view things, how you view the world, how you step into the world. So I think that's definitely something to keep in mind. I want to say too, different chapters re require different versions of us. You know, how many of us we want to reach a certain goal or certain things, but it's going to take a certain version of you, maybe a disciplined version, maybe yeah. a more enjoyment version if you want luxury, a luxury lifestyle. So, you know, th those are things I've really been re re reflecting on a lot lately. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think, you know, as far as being able to rebrand yourself i think you have to dive deep into your inner self as you mentioned you have to you have to know the extent of how far you can go you know mm -hmm. like um and i think that everyone has intuition mm -hmm. everybody has you know uh instinct and i think actually you know the world strips you from a lot of these things you know because we grow up in a very like um you know structural and you know also very programmed world you know every comfortability um 
thrives off of you know normal pattern you know what i mean and so when everybody lives in a pattern and they create a pattern and the way you create a pattern is by forming that pattern some of the things that we do we don't even actually know that we do these things and we also don't even know like where they come from mm -hmm. and so like diving deeper and creating like and rebranding i think really comes from um the the, the ability to fail right or whatever mm -hmm. we would say is failing or whatnot but why would you want to rebrand like rebranding is like obviously something's not working out correctly mm -hmm. so when you when you kind of take that 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 turn that turn allows you to be like okay let me figure out what i actually want rather than what everybody else wants me to do and so yeah. i think that you know i think that over time i plan to probably rebrand in the future you know and and continue to rebrand and excuse me and really embrace that in a sense of like growth because i don't think you can grow without like you know like reintroducing yourself when we look at like jay-z or whatnot it's like jay-z was talking about nothing but you know selling drugs and doing all different types of stuff now he's talking about things that we we don't even understand you know because mm -hmm. it's such a high level but if he was like a nas and i think nas is amazing but at the same time Nas kept on talking about selling drugs and doing different things that it's kind of like, bro, you know, you're not really doing that on this. I mean, you probably are, but it's like you're, you're trying to relate, but you can't really, mm -hmm. you know. Or at this age, you are now too. Mm -hmm. I mean, people say that about Drake. It's like, dude, Drake, you got to stop <laughs> about like dating women and, you know, leaving them and doing all this. It's like, bro, you, you're a big guy now. You know what like, I mean? What are you doing? Yeah, you're an adult. Let's go, you know, so. Yeah. That was a good point. That was a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to say too, you know, also too, rebranding sometimes requires a different environment. You know, um, I learned too, certain people are only meant for certain chapters of your life. So like you were saying, these rappers, certain people they hung with, you know, they're getting older. Now they're probably dealing with um, hanging, you know, their environment's a whole different crowd of people. Yeah. Or if they're being married now and all those things change. And I think um, we can't we can't be afraid of, of, of what comes with that. I think there's a lot of consequences with staying the same. Like you just mentioned with Nas. Yeah. And, you know, there's other things, you know what I mean? You're like, life literally will, will, will pass you by from staying the same. Exactly. You know, I've been, and I'm like, I'm always want to change and get better and see how I can enhance myself or my career or anything around, or people around me as well. Yeah, I'll be honest. I mean, I don't like to use like Grammy winning and all, I mean, like I have those accolades, but at the same mm -hmm. time, it's one of those things where I allow that to like shape me for a long period of time. It was like, yo, mm -hmm. I got I'm, I'm out here, da, da, da. But like it, only, mm -hmm. yeah, it only just left me in, in a certain box, you know what I mean? And now mm -hmm. that I feel like open to be like, hey, I'm a pluralist, like that's, I'm, I'm the pluralist in that sense. And it's like, you can do all of these things and it's it's the growth and the amalgamation of like who i am on the inside and so that's really been great for me at the moment you know? uh, well, that was well said too and okay. i wanted like i love that perspective of it and also too you know sometimes rebranding requires you to start from scratch i mean i'm gonna be real you know speak up jv is going just went through a transition you know mm -hmm. i'm now you know i started this show with my best friend you know we're still best friends and everything but yeah. you know now this is a new leap for me a new challenge for me to rebrand and um you know take the show to to a different level why didn't well i don't know you know what i mean which direction is going but that, that that's what makes it exciting 
Totally. And I think, you know, we need to find the excitement in the rebrand, even if it is you starting from scratch, you know, it's nothing yeah. like a French palette and then seeing what, which colors you could create. So have you ever had to start over in your creative career? If so, how did you pivot through it? Several times. I mean, I've been doing mm -hmm. music since I was like 13 years old. So, mm -hmm. you know, like, and, and, and I've been a professional, you know, as far as since I was 16 years old, you know, and every time, mm -hmm. you know, it's almost like, you know, you know, like when you're in like middle school and you get to like this eighth grade and you're like, yo, I'm the biggest person on campus right now, you know, and then you go to high school and you're just like, boom, back to square one, you know, and then you get into 12th grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm the biggest kid on campus right now. And then you get into college and you're like, boom, back to square one again or whatnot. That to me is what like life and like also like, you know, the mu music industry as well as just the entertainment industry in general is like you, you can't feel yourself enough. You know what I mean? In a sense of like getting to a certain place, you're going to get to a place where you plateau and you should, if you are someone that is exponential, you know what I mean? You should get bored. You should get tired. You should be like, what should I be doing or whatnot? And then within the rebranding stage is the regrowth or is the growth Ooh. stage. You know Ooh. what I mean? Yeah. Let so like, you hit that, that, that rebranding portion and then you're like, all right, man, like what, um, what am I doing wrong? You know, you have awareness at this point. A lot of people can continue to go up, you know, or not go up, but they'll stay in one area for a very long time because they have no awareness. But a part of like the rebrand is the awareness. What do we need to do to make this better or greater? And so to go to my experiences, like, especially like within the music industry, you know, I've had records that like Rihanna, you know, has uh, recorded and like, you know, I've had records where you have like the whole industry writing, you know, uh, for this song or whatever the case, I have songs that haven't come out that are huge songs with some of the biggest artists in the music industry, especially at that time, like Megan Trainers and things like that at that time, you know, um, when I was uh, really av avidly going hard with, you know, um, Billboard, you know, and top tens and all that other stuff. But yeah, it was it was a roller coaster up and then boom, straight down. And so I've, I've lost members like, you know, friends and stuff like I was in a production team for a very long time with um, producing and, you know, we we ended up going our different ways because we both had different opinions and thoughts or whatnot and that was a rebrand in itself and then in that rebrand it took me a long time to like build myself back up mm -hmm. because it was kind of like i don't know what i'm like without this person at that time i mean like what is this what does this look like for me but through it all i wouldn't change it for the world because mm -hmm. you know out of that came you know like a phoenix you know it's just kind of like i'm, I'm yes. at a place where i'm like wow i mean at that time you know what i mean and then after that you 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 get something new that you enjoy and then you might rebrand again and then rebrand again until it's perfect and you know or not perfect but it's as good as it can be and then at that point you understand the mechanisms and the functionality of it and now you become a master you know most people you know they think that they're, they're like masters in a day or instant masters unfortunately with you know uh mm -hmm. obviously social media and like ai and stuff like there's a lot of stuff that we can't compete with you know what i mean but a master is somebody that day in and day out doesn't matter if they they win or they lose they're here you know and that's that to me is um wisdom. yeah some of the rebranding that i've done in my life is is being able to um you know navigate that since i was 17 years old like losing people 
really mm-hmm. cool people going on that roller coaster. So, yeah. Ooh. and I'm glad you 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 highlighted the importance of growth through that. You know, I think we, we try to we think rebranding just slapping a new logo and this and that, but no, it's the growth, it's the change. Like you said, what's not working? So, yeah. thank you for bringing up those uh, those good nuggets. I hope y'all taking notes out there. So, it is now time for our tweet up segment. So you guys know I like to be on Twitter. So something that I tweeted this week that goes with uh, tonight's episode is enhance your craft. Don't be afraid to challenge yourself to do so. So this is important to go is going off of what, everything that, that we're talking about, that growth, not being afraid of the challenge, you know, the fear that comes with the rebranding. I think finding the excitement in that, you know, um, in the day that's going to help you learn and grow. Like you said, allow you to be a master, allow you to gain that wisdom, you know, to take your brand or yourself to the next level. So I have a question. How would you say you have enhanced your creative creativity since your last speak of JV appearance? Mm-hmm. I think that I've enhanced it by being uh, objective about my work, you know, and being able to uh, invest in what I do, you know, in a sense Mm -hmm. that, you know, when you're first coming out, you're kind of trying to test if the water is good or whatever the case is. And um, it can be hard to invest in yourself. It can be hard to, you know, spend the type of money that you need in order to create you know, the companies and the empire and the things that you want, you know what I mean? But uh, I, I definitely think since the last time we met, my confidence in what I do has like definitely, uh, you know, uh, went up a few, not in a few, a lot of notches in the sense that I just felt that, you know, for me, um, I think prior to it was just kind of like me, like stepping out on water and faith and kind of figuring it out. But these days I feel like I'm more in a space of, like this is what i what i was born to do you know what i mean it's not Mm -hmm. something that is by coincidence everything that i touch or do you know it seems to um always come together and so i have to rely on that um and 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 be in faith with that and so for me um to answer that question i think it's mainly like um to i mean to enhance yourself is uh to do it every day you know i think Mm -hmm. that's kind of where i've been at lately so I love that. And, you know, I think, too, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone plays a huge role. You know, um, I'm on a running journey right now. So, nice. you know, I mean, um, yeah, I used to, I mean, I'm, you know, pushing up my miles around my, around my first 5K on Juneteenth. And things like that. I, I wasn't, you know, I, I like to run, but I wasn't like a long runner and things like that. And like, seeing, like, thank you. Thank you. I know. I mean, and, like what I wanted, like I'm using that example of. I had to push myself out of that comfort zone, you know, to get to another mile, to get to another mile. Like, one day I do want to run a marathon. Let's go. I'm I'm just doing, getting out them comfort zones, as you you know, as we're talking about here, to enhance that and to challenge myself, you know? So, look, look. And I think another thing with that is, like, because I've ran, uh, I think I've run, like, no, I've ran seven marathons since. um, Oh, lovely. But I've, I've never... I never saw myself as a runner you know i woke up one day and just was like hey just like you let me do you know a few miles here let me do that and that's what it takes you know in order to eat an elephant you got to eat it one bite at a time you know what i mean and it's one of those things where you know brick by brick you're going to get to that to that goal and so you know i i really think that that's that's amazing that you're you know going out there um and running and and doing that because it it does because even in the rebranding phase phase you can't be out here 
putting in negativity in your body. That's another thing, you know, and you can't, mm -hmm. you have to go the opposite because there's, there's two sides to it. It's like, you have one portion that's like, all right, can I do this? And then if you're just pouring, you know, negativity into your body, um, it's not going to function for you in the way that it needs to. So even in times like, you know, the rebranding stage for me is, you know, um, also, um, fighting through, you know, uh, how is this all going to work? And does this even matter? Does anybody even care? Whatever the case is. And so fighting through that, I have to go to the gym, work out all the time. Um, and even when it hurts, you're still there. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I love, I love that you said, yeah, and Rafa running has been teaching me patience and discipline. Cause you know, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, that's real. rebranding isn't easy, you know, changing a different direction. You gotta have that patience. Like, okay, one step at a time. And there is rejection and failure in the journey. You know, it's a yeah. part of it, you know? So I think like you said, you know, you're working on something big, trying to get to a big goal. It does help you in the long run. So, and also too, with it being the middle of the year, the importance of middle of the year self-reflections, like this is a good milestone. I feel, you know, the sun is out now. We're past all that cloudiness. And I think this is a really good time to self-reflect. So if you're listening out there, please comment some ways that you guys have been self-reflecting. I would love, lo love to hear. So I'm actually, yeah. What's your favorite way to self-reflect? My favorite way to self-reflect is meditation. Mm. Um, I think it's, you know, like you said, running does teach you patience. It also teaches you how to, especially when you run a marathon, it's not about what everyone else thinks. It's about what you think, because you can, you know, start talking to people and be like, I ran that marathon. I'd be like, oh my goodness, you ran a marathon? That's really cool. But they don't know what it feels like to, you know, have heat marks all over your back or to wake up the next morning and you could barely get out of bed because... <laughs> Your feet, you know, are, are jacked up or toenails are falling off and all this stuff. It's like they're not going through the pain that you're going through. They're not embracing that ex experience. And so, you know, to answer the question, I really I feel that um, meditation for me has been uh, something where in real time, I'm able to say this is a negative thought. I don't want this thought. I'm going to go towards the positive thought and kind of navigate in that way. And so that's definitely been a, a great way for me to self-reflect and to, you know, be aware um, and be in the moment and be in the now. I think that, you know, that is also is like being able to be intentional about mm -hmm. being in the now. It's like right now I'm on this podcast with you, so there's no phones or anything. I turned off everything. I'm focused on having this conversation when, you know, um, for some reason in society, it's cool to like be doing like five different things at one time or something mm -hmm. to make yourself feel like something's happening. But I, I try to be intentional about what I can and cannot do. So, yeah. Mm, intentional about what I can and cannot do. That's a quote right there. That's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, <laughs> so it is time for our life up segment. So the life up segment is when I take the topic and I relate it to today, today's world. So tonight's life up is people using starting over as an excuse to quit. So this is a huge one because look how many times that we had to start something over. You're like, man, I'm about to stop right here. And you know, although for starting over can be frustrating, sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. I can't think how many times I kind of started over and it actually went better than how it was going when I first was doing something, you know? Um, I think it shouldn't be an excuse to quit. I think it's it, it should be an excuse to pivot, to readjust, to enhance, to challenge mm. yourself. Yeah. I think we need to change our perspective. There's this book I'm reading, um, Sacred Woman. And it talked about, you know, we, you know how we say words are powerful, you know, things we put uh -huh. out there and stuff. So it talked about like another, you know, another way to change yourself, talk like it. So instead of saying that you're sick, 
say your body's detoxing. There you go. You know, instead of it being a bad day, it was a challenging day. So it's like, yeah, it doesn't mean these things aren't happening to us, but it's just the perspective and shifting it. I'm like, wow, when I when you view it that way, it's not so much you putting negativity into the world. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, I would comment on that too. I think that, you know, as far as like being in the space, um, I remember this one time I was at the gym and I was working out. And, you know, growing up, you know, from like a, I guess, a poverty mindset, uh, mm-hmm. this really changed my, my idea of finances. But I was talking and I said, man, like, I'm, I don't even say this word anymore. So it might be hard for me to even say this right now. But it was like, I was like, yeah, man, I'm broke or whatever. And this lady turns to me and she goes, you're not broke. Don't ever say that. She's like, you know, just say that you're saving up. Like you have a budget and say that, you know, your budget um, just uh, is not in a space that you are able to get something or, or not. And that totally just changed my perspective, you know, of the way that I look at, you know, finances or whatever. But for myself, it's like the things that we say are super powerful. So to say for someone to say that they're, um, you know, starting over and then, you know, and making that like a, a way to quit. I don't think that that like one, I think diving deeper into that, you didn't really want to do it anyway. You know what I mean? Mm. Kind of an excuse for you to just be like, yeah, I, I don't really actually want to do this anymore. And you should just say that, you know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of like creating an excuse. I think the other thing is that, um, you know, starting over feels like um, failure feels like, dang, you know, even for me, I feel like as a Grammy winning producer, songwriter, like I'm starting over, you know, it's like nobody necessarily knows who I am, like in the space of, uh, you know, uh, artistry or whatnot, because I never showed myself as an artist. So some of it is, you know, makes me feel like, dang, like I have to like reintroduce myself again, work my way up the ladder and all this stuff. But the starting over is also, you know, where the beauty starts. It's kind of like the awareness and to be able to say, this is how I want to introduce myself to the world. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think um, to answer that question, I think that like, you know, that idea of like starting over and then creating an excuse to me is 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 really BS. It's really something that you, you don't actually want to do, you know? So. That's true, because if you want something, it's like nothing's going to stop you. And I want to end up another part of the life up too is taking the wrong people to the new chapter. So how many times we try to bring the baggage with us? Like Erica Badu said, bag lady, you know, let it go, let it go. And it's, yeah. that, it's so much truth to that, you know what I mean? So it's like we're in this new chapter, rebranding, you know, it's time to clean out that clutter. Just like when you move to a new apartment, you're not going to take a bunch of old stuff you had in your old place. So it's the same thing. So how do we fix this? Let go of the old baggage. Don't be afraid of change. And honestly, ask yourself, is this what you want? You know, before uh, before using any excuse to quit. So what advice would you give to an up- upcoming artist? Uh, advice? I mean, I would say um, first, be true to yourself. I mean, I know that sounds cliche, but the truth is, is that what, who is, who are you, you know, like, uh, really get to the core of like who you actually are. And, and so like, without me being vague, how do you find yourself? You got to be alone with yourself. You know, you have to, um, love yourself, you know, love yourself with all your mistakes and all, all the things that, you know, make you, um, who you are and then understand yourself, you know, and teach other people how to understand you as well. You know, I think a good point was like you said, like to kind of, uh, you know, get rid of like the old baggage and stuff. But 
be aware of what like how you feel when certain people are around that's how you'll know this is not a person that you know like makes me feel like my best or whatever and distance yourself from that because you're not they're not in i mean like one you're not obligated to to be their friend and you're not obligated to be around them and so i keep my my uh, circle super tight you know with the people that i talk to every day and work with or whatever the case is because i i take for i take you know um i take great great deal in in understanding that um first i am the value then everyone else is you know what i mean and that's not ego what it is is saying like i gotta love myself before i can love everybody else around me and so um to answer your question i think um like the advice would be like you know go inward and don't be afraid to to be yourself you know what i mean to to show yourself you're nerd like nerdy and you're quirky or whatever the case is but you have this you know facade of like yo i'm i'm hanging with the cool people and da, da, da. like all that stuff is gonna wear off and then yes <laughs> i have nothing you know what i mean you can wear the dior you can wear the you know gucci and all this stuff but you're still a nerd okay so, <laughs> oh, it, you know what i mean and it's cool because you could be quirky and you can be all these things and just embrace those things and allow that to just be your signature and your imprint on this world mm. oh that was well so you dropping some more some more nuggets on there <laughs> so it, <laughs> so it is now time for our drink up segment So if you're listening out there, please pull out some water and drink some water. And I have a water fact for tonight. It was hot today. Woo. Hey. So tonight's, right? So tonight's drink up. Oh, with Seattle? Oh, I bet it's a whole nother thing. So the drink up for tonight. Water plays an important role in providing energy to the brain. Our brain just works better when it's well hydrated. Well hydrated brains function faster with more clarity and greater creativity. Okay, so drink that water and get more creative. Okay, yeah, look, <laughs> I love that. That was like that's a good one. It goes with tonight's episode. So back to the back to the episode. How do you keep your creative side alive? How do you keep it alive? You defend you defend it at you know uh by any means necessary you know you have to uh defend your position and defend mm -hmm. like what you're saying you know for a long time i felt uh i felt very like um you know afraid to offend you know by my words and mm -hmm. my thing is intention is such a big a big thing you know like in the sense that my intention is not to hurt anybody when i say what i'm saying or whatnot but it's to uh express and the difference is, is that when you're expressing yourself, people are not going to agree with what you express, you know, and mm -hmm. you have to get to a place where you're able to either one, defend your position if you feel like you need to, or two, you need to be able to, uh, you know, own it, you know, own what you said, you know what I mean? And then get, um, get um, perspective maybe on what you're saying. Maybe you might have said something and you're like, yeah, I stand behind that, but you don't know the full you know um understanding behind it be okay with being objective about that as well like to be able to hear somebody out and to be like oh, okay well and then and then fire back to what you think or whatnot but i think you have to defend yourself you know in order to protect your art you know what i mean oh. and you have to, um you have to be in a in a, in a space of um 
you know, uh, always moving the needle forward as well. Like, you know, a lot of people don't study these days, you know, and unfortunately there's a lot of books and stuff that are disappearing, you know, in libraries and all like, and it's almost like 1980 or 19, what was that book What called? was the year? I can't think of the year. 1971, no, 19, I don't even talk about, I know what book you're talking about. 1984, when they couldn't read, yeah. Yeah, 1984, it's like they're getting rid of all these books and stuff, and it's like, man, like, you know, the truth is, is that that's what's happening right now, and we're losing track of really how to, how to be masters at what we do or whatnot, and so continue to study, you know, study the greats, study those that, you know, you, you look to and are inspired to, and don't be afraid to like, you know, put money into and invest into professional development. You know what I mean? Like yes. that's what I tell people all the time. It's like, yo, you want to own a multi-million dollar company, but you want to do it based off the strength of what you know, that's not going to get you to the finish line. What's going to get you to the finish line is like, look at any athlete, they're getting professional development. They got coaches, they got, you know, friggin' um, med, med people that can help them with their medicine and whatever they need in order to get, to, like LeBron has over a million dollars in investments for his body, you know what I mean? Just a year, you know? And so that is the type of like power you need to put into yourself as you're, mm. you know, creating your art and, you know, being a creative. I think that's like the most important is that investment in yourself for sure. Wow. That was a good, strong, creative answer too, by the way. <laughs> Love it. So it is now time for the Poets Up segment. So y'all know I like to write poetry and this is the newest, one of the newest segments I added on here, Poet Up. So I'm going to be sharing a poem, I mean a poem, a quote from one of my poems. Hopefully I can get it to where I have other artists that sharing their work as well. But my Poet Up quote for tonight um, is actually, give me one second. Oh, it's actually my, my, uh, a poem I wrote about resilience. So I defeat the twists and turns and the tornadoes that come my way. I bounce back before I bounce backwards. I see success becoming my reality. I feel pr prosperity becoming my new path. So yeah, that was a nice short answer for tonight. <laughs> for tonight's uh, Poet Up segment. So snap, snap. So now back to the episode. Um, I want to say this too. Starting over is better than quitting. So it is. I, I look at, I've been telling myself this too, Augie. Um, that every day is a new opportunity that actually has been helping me like even if like there's a goal i'm trying to reach i didn't reach it yet when a new day happens i'm like okay it's a new opportunity to make it happen so i've been even shifting my perspective with that like a new hour you know and i think breaking it down into those many things really helps yeah so, so yeah. Um, okay yes we'll take oh, oh, no, go ahead. yeah yeah so um it is now time for our show up This is also a new segment that I added to Speak Up JV. So this, uh, the question is, how did I show up for myself this week? I would say I showed up. I showed up for myself this week by allowing myself to be vulnerable. And I say that because you know, vulnerable, vulnerability, vulnerability is also a shame. You know, it's often shame sometimes. You know, oh, why are you feeling this way, feeling that way? And I, I see it as strength and admiration, a way to like really al allow yourself to detox any emotions that you've been holding, and it helps you just shed any dead skin so you can rebrand and start and start fresh. So, what about you? How did you show up for yourself this week? Um, this week, I think I just listened to my inner self. You know, and um, you know, I decided that. 
whatever my intuition says I'm going to do. You know, it's like I like to go to record shops and, and pick up records. I like to um, be creative. Like I just bought like a, you know, a, a Super 8 camera so I could shoot Super 8, you know, and um, and then I like to take you know, photography and stuff. And then, you know, taking a flight to, um, you know, uh, Seattle, you know, randomly. I think last week we were just like, cool, I'm just going to pick up and go. And um, I think that's how I show up for myself is I love experiences and adventure. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it allows me to, to be free into myself. So, yeah. And then as far as like professionally showing up, I think it's just about um, being prepared so you don't have to, you know, uh, get ready. And uh, I think for me, it's it's like I like to put things on a conveyor belt. I don't like to work at like I work for a long period of time for about a few hours and then I, I move on and then I have, you know, a lot of stuff to choose from. So I'm always ready to go. Mm. Well, you well, good job on showing up for yourself this week. So what is something with your craft that you would like to accomplish before 2023 ends? Manifest it. That's a good, good question. Um, I think that what I would like to accomplish really is um, I want to define the pluralist in a sense that, um, you know, I, that's a really good question. I mean, defining the pluralist in the sense of just being able to um, do as many things as I can this year that allow myself to uh, expand and grow. I think by by the end of this year, I really want to have um, a lot of, of that sweat equity taken care of so I can start focusing on just doing because the sweat equity part is what you're building. It's like you're doing a podcast here, you're doing blogs here, you're, you know, creating the content and then maneuvering. So I would like to, you know, by the end of this year, I would like to be established as, as the brand, um, the Pluralist brand. brand so. mm. Start, put it out there. And, you know, um, I like to ask a fun question on here for every guest. So what's a memorable reaction that someone has had to a piece of your art? Memorable reaction. Um, I th- hmm. I think the one thing that sticks out to my head is, um, so, you know, the um, art industry is very interesting. It's almost like the music industry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you ain't got a name, you know, like people aren't really checking for you. You know, you have a few people that might show up every now and then and whatnot. But I think the reaction on like, you know, these art dealers face, like when, you know, I came to them maybe like a few years or not a few years, but maybe earlier in the year. And they're like, oh, this is cool, cool, whatever. You know, but then they show up and they're like, Augie, I didn't know that you were going to do something like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> me, I think that it's just like, no, I, I, one, I'm going to do that and more. And as I move on to the next stage, it's really not about like what you think, but it's really about like what is actually resonating so you know i've gotten some good reactions i mean a lot of great reactions from art people buying art and things like that but i think the things that stick out in my head sometimes are like the things where it's like wow you you didn't you didn't think it was going to be like this and then i did it and then it was like whoa you know like let's talk and let's do a little let's do lunch you know so that's the interesting thing for me. well in their minds love it yeah. <laughs> so it is time for the wrap-up segment 
So how does this relate to self-love? Self-love is loving yourself enough to not give up and to allow yourself to start over and do it better and to enhance. So I think that's just an important takeaway for tonight's episode with reflecting and rebranding. So y'all, it's the middle of the year. Allow yourself to reflect. And if you need to rebrand, allow yourself to rebrand. So Anki, how have you practiced self-love in 2023 since we've asked you this before? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, self-love for me is, uh, you know, kind of like what I mentioned about like, showing up in the sense that um i you know every week i gotta take myself out to have you know something nice to eat you know i'll sit down at a restaurant even just by myself or maybe with someone else or i'll uh, go get coffee um you know and, and sit down and have like I, I normally get a matcha or something like that I'll also um i like to shop every now and then so i'll go get records or I might go find like, you know, the other day I picked up some pants um, that I, I liked or whatnot. But I think for me, it's just like uh, doing those things that feel more humanistic, you know what I mean? Like picking your clothes, like kind of picking your um, items and being able to hold them and touch them and stuff. So it's for me, like that's how, I pour, pour, that's how I've been able to pour into myself for uh, 2023 for sure. Mm. Well said, well said. And um, also just to wrap up tonight's episode, there is growth and change and rebranding is another way to regroup. So I just think, you know, we shouldn't be afraid of it. It's actually a new door opening. Let that door, door old door shut. We're going to change regardless whether you want to or not. So you might as well do it the enhancement way, right? Uh-huh. So uh, I appreciate you coming back to speak of JB. Yeah, it was so I'll nice work. to have you. Where can people shout out your information, shout out any, any upcoming events where can people find you? Of course. So thank you so much again, uh, Vernisha. I really appreciate just being on the show. Um, always enjoy your presence and just, you know, um, you know, the vibes and stuff. And uh, where everybody can follow me is uh, right now, take out your phone, go on to uh, Instagram, go to, or you can actually just go directly to um, IamAuguray.com or you can go to uh, my link tree, which is also I am augurey.com for updates and events um you know i have my uh show next month so please make sure you show up to that um it's going to be amazing we have installation art we're going to have uh you know just mind-boggling things because i'm always trying to think i mean i'm always thinking outside the box with you know the things that I'm, i'm doing or whatnot so next month uh we have a show september we have a show so tap in by getting on that link tree because i always update it um if you want to see uh, some of the things i mentioned in the show which would be the tide um installation piece um that's going to be on youtube but you can go ahead and, and check that out so yep Woo-hoo. Make sure you guys tap in for real, for real. I appreciate y'all tapping into the 18th episode of Speak Up JV's newest segment, Speak Up JV Now. Um, um, make sure y'all uh, tap in. Before I go, quick shout out to our amazing sponsors. Shout out to My Bar, located at 720 East Manchester, Inglewood, California. Get your nails, your lashes, your hair done. Ask for mine. Tell them that Speak Up JV sent you. The Instagram is at nyy.bar. And also shout out to Be Actual Natural. Why sell it for less? All their products are created you with, with you in mind for a go to your self-love show through your self-care the chemical free hair and skincare products are handmade clap based and free of fillers or, or preservatives shoot yourself while taking care of yourself start your journey at www.beactualnatural.com and the ig is at be actual natural i will be back next week with another episode thursday at 8 30 p.m and i also have a giveaway coming up so stay tuned for that. 
Yes. And to everybody that's happening with Speaker of JV, it's global, YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Thank you again for showing uh, for, for showing up on here. It was good to see you again. And yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to check out your upcoming events. Please. All right. Thank you so much, Bernisha. I'll talk right, to you no soon. Worries. Have a good one, everyone. Have a good week, y'all.